Ivy Multimedia presents From DMs to Dating. This will be the second live podcast show for the Verbally Effective Podcast with Ina Esco. Join us Friday, April 19th, 7 p.m. at the Hadaloo Theater, 37 Cooper Street. Meet Memphis' most eligible bachelors and bachelorettes from Osgood Taylor, Dwayne Breckenridge, Ken Mack, to Big Sue, Alexis Young, and Victoria Young. Come on out and experience a very candid and transparent conversation about dating in a digital world. This event is not only open to single people, but to married people as well. Kendrick P. will be performing dating advice from Mr. Dale. Sounds by DJ Superman and special guest host is Flameaholics. Major shout out to the From DMs to Dating sponsors, Havana Mix, Porter Seafood, All World, The T-Shirt Lab, Melvin Guy with Reed Realty, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity, the Ta Iota Lambda Chapter, and also Chardonnay Bistro Wine and Bar. There will be an after party at Chardonnay immediately following from DMs to Dating at Chardonnay 4205 Hacks Cross. From DMs to Dating, the Chardonnay Experience presents a wine festival on the farm. Saturday and Sunday, July 27th and 28th at Shelby Farms Park. Gates open at 12 noon. Wine tastings and live performances by Angie Stone, Carl Thomas, Morris Day, and The Time, plus other special guests. Hey, what's going on, Memphis? This is your man, Carl Thomas, and I'll be performing live Saturday, July 27th at the Memphis Wine on the Farm Tasting Event. That's right, calling all the beautiful ladies of Memphis, and I know that there's a lot of them. There will be over 30 food and other vendors on hand. For tickets and information, call 901-585-1198 or visit www.chardonnaybistro.com. The Memphis Ta Iota Sigma Alumni Chapter of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity, along with the Hobson Goodlow Education Foundation, is sponsoring their second annual Mother Sundance, A Queen and Her Prince, presented by the Memphis Sigma Beta Club. This event will be held in the Thomas Center on the campus of Christian Brothers University in Memphis on Saturday, April 27th at 6.30 p.m., hosted by Ina Esco and her son, Dallas. Get your tickets today on eventbrite.com. Be sure to get your perfumes and colognes at discounted prices from Tony's Cologne. I'm talking about all designer brands such as Chanel, Dior, Gucci, just to name a few. Call Tony's Cologne today at 901-550-6281 to get your 3.4 ounce designer fragrance for as low as $75. Call Tony's Cologne today, 901-550-6281. What's good? It's Big Sue, and I'm hanging out with my girl, Ina Esco. We're going to chop it up about everything. You hear me? Everything on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Brian with the SQ901. 99BWeezy on Instagram. You can follow me, Boochie Boochie Baby. Boochie underscore Boochie on IG. We're just two of the SQ901. We're family. Yes, yes, yes. And we are chilling with the one and only Ina Esco with the world famous Verbally Effective Podcast. Man, y'all better quit playing and download and listen to this joint. Download, download, download. Verbally effective, your double E Ina Esco in the building. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Verbally Effective Podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. I have one of my good friends that I met like out and about, hanging out in the streets of Memphis, like all the cool spots, right? And whenever you go out and you see him, you have the best time. His name is Ken Mack. What's up, Mr. Mack? Everything is good. How about yourself? I am wonderful. Um, You know, I know that you're a party promoter here in the city of Memphis. And I also know 
that um, you have your own business, Mac Boys Customs. So we're going to get into a lot of that today, but we're definitely going to start at the beginning, okay? Okay. So, Kim Mac, where did you come from? <laughs> where are you from? Where I come from? You make me seem like I'm <laughs> Superman or something. Clark Kent. <laughs> Look, Clark Kent with the waves. Uh, right, Ooh, right. Okay. I mean, I uh, I guess we can just jump. I'm from Fairly. I moved to Kansas and Jackson playing baseball and eventually played ball at Texas Southern in Houston. Stayed down there 16 years. You uh, stayed in Texas for 16 years. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. went to college at Texas Southern in Houston. Yep. You couldn't leave Houston alone, huh? Still can't leave it alone. Oh, I love Texas. You yeah. know I love Texas. But yeah. what did you love about Texas? I love everything about Texas. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the women. I knew you was going to say the women. I mean, yeah. The they weather. cute, ain't it? They cute, ain't yeah, it? Yeah, cute, thick. Got their own <laughs> careers. <laughs> That's a plus, plus. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, just... The people, uh, you know, going to college, you meet a lot of friends, and that's normally stick to you be your genuine friends for yeah. the most part. Because after college, you meet a lot of people. It's very rare that you meet a whole group of people that's good friends after college. So yeah, I go down, we visit, love homecoming, we go down there, and we have a great time. I know you do. But okay, mm-hmm. so you said you graduated from Fairly? Yes, I did. Okay, so what kind of activities were you involved in at Fairly? Women in baseball. He, look, I knew he was academics say. as well. Okay. I think I graduated twelfth in my class of three sixty five. What? Yeah, halfway smart. Halfway? That don't sound halfway yeah. to me. But okay, mm-hmm. so uh, baseball. How long were you playing baseball? Like since like you know a little t ball on up. Well, I skipped over t ball because my uh, my uncle he played, so I had to play with him. Mm-hmm. And like my whole family played, my mother, my granddad. So really, yeah, the whole family, all the uncles. And, so when I came back to the level of me playing, after playing with people two and three years older than I was, and I excelled real well. Mm-hmm. So I just was. Some people say I was pretty good. That's what they say. Did you get a scholarship to Texas Southern in baseball? Yeah, I got a scholarship to Kansas and Jackson, and also Texas Southern. Don't ask me why I went to so many colleges. Hey, it happens sometimes. Yeah. How was Kansas? That was the first stop, right? Yeah, it was interesting. It was uh. I went to a small town called Fort Scott, Kansas, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess the population was like 2,100 people or something like that. Wow. It was uh, in a town where the Learning Tree, the movie The Learning Tree was made. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, a space on a true story. So I was there, but you know, I make the best out of wherever I go. Mm-hmm. So I had a great time. Some of my best times were there. Did they have pretty women in Kansas? Uh, it was it was okay. We um, <laughs> we had to go down to Pitt State, which was I think like 45 minutes away from where I was in. Okay. I went to my first club there, so, you know, we made it work. Okay. Did you uh, do any promoting in college? Not at all. It's just when I was in uh, Texas, it was like everyone was just always at my uh, apartment. It was an apartment that was near the uh, the school, which was affiliated with the school, but it wasn't really on campus. I wasn't mm-hmm. in a dorm. So uh, we just left my apartment open just at all times. And we party, and when I had homework to do, I put people out. I'd be like, look, if you're not going to do my homework, you got to go. I got to go. So the ladies was doing my homework, and just we entertained. The ladies was doing your homework. Yeah. And you was entertaining. Yep. So they had, at first they had all the honor students all around us in the apartment complex. Mm-hmm. All them was on academic probation. <laughs> all the athletes <laughs> in my apartment, we passed. So they had to right. move far away from me. and So I just started doing that. It's just 
People gravitate to me for some reason. I don't they do. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. So what made you move back to Memphis after 16 years in Texas? Uh, well, I I was working, and we was kind of like in a board meeting. Uh, something going on. I kind of, let me see, I can say I got fired or I quit. It's one or the other. I won't say what I said to <laughs> the boss, but. In a board meeting. Yeah, it, it was it was time. Wow. It was time. So I guess about one or two years, I was just down there, good time, and then mm-hmm. my Uncle David called, like, what you going to do? I said, David you? Matt. Yeah, I said, what you mean what I'm going to do? He said, dude, you going to work? I said, well, I'm good. So he was like, I got a job for you. I said, okay. He's like, I said, I'm going to give you two weeks. I'm going to send down the, the urine test and all that. And I took it, so I had to be back on that Monday in two weeks. Went out Saturday and woke up Sunday drunk. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going. <laughs> Went back to sleep, woke up, got two garbage bags, clothes, got in the car, and I came down here. Mm-hmm. It was time so, for a change. And I just been stuck. It was contract work, so I said, I'm going to work 11 months, I'm mm-hmm. going to go back. Mm-hmm. Then I got into partying down here. and mm-hmm. So I did three, three contract jobs there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just stayed. Once you get home with mom, you've been gone since yes. 17. She you were gone a long you time. Yeah. And your brother. Yeah. He's, How many brothers do you have? I have two. Two. I, two I know brothers. Ziggy. Right, yeah. I have a brother named Brian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That my real father had. Okay. So, yeah, it's two of us. So Wow. Mm. So, when you got back to Memphis, was things different? <laughs> yeah, I hated it. You hated it? I wouldn't leave the house, and um, David was like, you got to leave the house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I don't want to leave the house. So when I finally left the house, we went to a bar, and I really wasn't talking. Wasn't familiar with the surroundings and all that. So it was like some females. Oh, that's a bad word nowadays, female. Some women. You can say females. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I'm I, good with females. I, I mean, I just I don't want to offend <laughs> <laughs> women. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did you want to yeah. say something else? No, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. I don't, I don't use that word as a. <coughs> I got choked up. Don't get choked. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just say messing what with you. you. Say, no, man. but uh, so it was kind of like forcing me to talk. He don't talk and all that. They didn't have a clue. Mm-hmm. So when I got to talking, Dave, David is cringing. Stuff's coming out of my mouth. Like, yeah, what just, were you saying? I'm just blunt and honest. If you don't want to hear it, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point he's like, I can't take you here, but I can take you there. I'm like, what you mean? So he was afraid to take me to certain <laughs> settings. Your brother. No, yeah, Dave. David is my uncle. David, everyone okay. Think, David Matt. Everyone think all of them are my brothers, but they're they're my uncles. Mm-hmm. My dad is the oldest. Okay. Yeah, so it just happened like that. And i like, man, let's do a party. I've had this daytime concept. I went to my first daytime party in uh, the Texas Relays. It was in probably, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was uh 2002, mm-hmm. something like that. I remember the Texas Relay. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, so he was like, no, 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 no. So I started a Silver, Silver Spoon. I, I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I put on Facebook. I was like, hey, everybody meet me at Silver Spoon for lunch. And like 25, 30 people showed up. Wow, Mr. And, Popular. And he was like, shit, I guess let's do it. Mm-hmm. And we did it from there. It's like your whole family, like, you guys do the parties. Like, yeah. is it just in your DNA? Like, what is going on? Like, people gravitate to all of you guys? Yeah. You all like to entertain. Yeah, we like to have fun. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's why we stay looking young. We laugh a lot when we get together. We can stay on the mm-hmm. phone two or three hours just laughing and mm-hmm. go out, have fun. Now, we... Behind closed door, we probably cursing each other out, but... Because mm. <laughs> mm. all of us kind of crazy. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> How did social therapy begin? Uh, it started, uh, I think Curtis, Curtis Gibbons, uh, called me and Marvin and Devin was doing something at the, uh, I forgot the name of the club downtown, the old EPs, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And we was doing Sunday nights there and they closed that down. And so Devin was like, let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to do something where it was like a throwback of everything. The first time we did, it was like. It hasn't been duplicated because every time the DJ turned the radio, turned the, the tables, the whole crowd said, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing you guys look for. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. So, but that's how it started. Mm-hmm. So actually, indirectly, Curtis put it together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we look forward to social therapy. Is Social therapy is like, I don't want to say quarterly, more so like bi-monthly. Mm-mm. It's. Uh, I think it we cool? do every holiday. It's quarterly. Every holiday. Yeah. yeah. It's like we have Memorial Day coming up. I don't have a clue where it is. Mm-hmm. So me and Marvin have to figure out where we're going to have it at. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, like, when you work, because it's, it's so many people involved. Uh, well, it's a set number of people involved in social therapy. Like, before the event, do you guys all, like, pretty much get along? And is it is it going to be the same type of party every time? Or do you all be wanting to make changes? How does that work in nightlife? Like, when someone maybe wants to do something a little different. Or is do you like to stick to the formula? Yeah, we stick to the formulas. Um, now we do uh, listen to people when they say certain things. Like the last time we had, it was I knew it was going to be a small venue and it overpacked, and we had to refund some money and all that. But oh. for the most part, we get along. We all jerks, so we understand each other. We might curse each other out and come back, talk five minutes later. So it's just not anything we take personal. Mm-hmm. You know, anything business. goes wrong. Yeah, it's business. You don't seem like a jerk, Ken. I've never seen you jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people in the room think different. Well, I mean, I can have my moments. Okay. Yeah. But you, like you said, you're very blunt. I mean, nothing wrong with being blunt, you know. Yes. You know what I remember? I remember one time you went viral. <laughs> Tell the audience that one time you went viral. Viral. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't forget. I made sure I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, "Wait a minute, Kim Mac <laughs> went viral before." I think I was out. I was out drinking. I think I had a day off or something, and and I put on Facebook. I like if I start a GoFundMe page about engagement ring, would you guys know donate? Mm-hmm. And everybody like, "Do it, do it." A couple people said, "Don't do it." You, you already know what's gonna happen. I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I made it. Oh, the grammatical errors are ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. I, it's, I found out the next morning. So I woke up the next morning. I have so many notifications. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, what's going on? Someone found one of my old naked pictures I sent to Oh, Lord. That's what I'm thinking. Right. No, but um, so I wake up and it's just go. I walk into work. And uh, where I work, they keep the TV on the news at all times. So. I walked in, and I said, okay, maybe they didn't see it. I get to my desk. They said, uh-uh, come back. Not going to be like that. So what's that? I said, I don't know what happened, man, drinking. Mm-hmm. And just posted it. It went viral. I mean, a lot of people believed it. Mm-hmm. And funny story, and I wrap it up on for us that. A lady uh, got in my inbox, and she was like, okay, let me back up, because I didn't tell you exactly what it was for. I put on there that... I didn't have enough money, and I thought I was going to lose the woman of my life. Mm-hmm. And I needed an engagement ring so I could make her a whole woman. 
Right. <laughs> a whole woman. And so a lot of people went in on me on that. It's actually some people I know. It's people everywhere. Like, they talking about this everywhere, and I'm laughing. And, and it's like, it's, it's, they got it on the news. They got it on radio shows. I get a call from J-Mac in Houston. What's that, The Box? Mm -hmm. Can I say that on here? Yeah. Yeah, The Box. So uh, he called me like 3, 4 that morning. I'm like, dude, what's up? He like, we got to do this interview. I'm like, when I wake up, no, 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 we're going on here in five minutes. Just, just stay on the phone. I said, you owe me. <laughs> All right, so we did that, and um, it just went by. Was, did you actually get money towards the GoFundMe? Yeah, I shut it down because they started talking about fraud. And I was on probation at my job, in my probation period, and I didn't want to do that. I went in the office, told my man, I said, look, he said, what you done? I said, well, I can do better. Let me pull it up for you. Mm -hmm. He said, just stay out for a while. Mm -hmm. So it was cool. Uh, a guy went on my, pay, uh, my page, and he grabbed a lot of old pictures of me party with women and all that. Talking about the biggest bachelor and that. He's a fraud and all that. What? So, it got ugly for a minute. Yeah, it was, it was funny. Wow. Yeah, my granddad saw it. My picture that I posted flash on the news, and he thought I was in trouble. You know, he old and yeah. Oh. Wow. See the power of social media. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Yeah. It's something serious. Yeah. So it was interesting. What kind of feedback were you getting from the women? Uh, well, uh, it was it was. Was like some Different. of your old booze because you you it wasn't like intentional like you knew you know it was kind of like a joke right but like with some of your booze yeah it's like, I found out who the that, ring for I found out that two women knew each other I didn't know they knew <laughs> so they they sitting down at the table and uh, she was talking about have you heard this 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 and this Ken McNamara I used to date him and all that first of all correct she was a jump off when I was leaving the club she stayed on that side of town and he said mm. we got to correct that because right. in case she hear this she didn't respond to me when I got out of inbox and I kind of told her a few choice words <laughs> yeah so she was like so what's up with that I said I don't know this nurse from Dallas woo -woo -woo -woo. <laughs> oh then I got the thing I said oh yeah 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 I do know I said so what she said she said this you've never been a I said, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I said, believe what you want to believe, but she was just a jump off leaving the club. I told her what it was. Mm -hmm. They talk about the Cali. My old girlfriend of Cali heard about it. Uh, it was just a lot going on. And David all up in his job. He, oh, he you just, know David heard. Yeah, he just, his favorite word when he described me, you stupid. Oh, yeah, that's his favorite word. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's the crazy story. Let me get back to the crazy story. This lady, she came in my inbox, and she uh, offered me a ring. And I'm like, well, I'm not worthy, but I'm curious, why do you have a ring just laying around? And she was already married. She met a guy, uh, he was in Afghanistan. He got deployed, he left, and he he got uh, he offered a ring, got engaged to her and all that. When she got back, she couldn't find him. So she said she was, yeah, guy. I don't know what happened. She always said she would give it to a, a person, a ring that's worthy of a ring, and I wasn't worried. I never did. T I, didn't, I didn't have the heart to tell her, this is a joke. But, yeah, I was so it was a lot of crazy inboxes <laughs> everywhere. People coming out everywhere. It's crazy. Um, oh my! Yeah. I mean, Kim Mac went viral. <laughs> I, I can never forget that. Yeah, crazy. Um, just speaking of going viral, because you know, verbally effective audience, Kim Mac will be a bachelor on the upcoming from DMs to dating. And we specifically chose Kim Mac. I mean, you know, you didn't already heard a few of his stories. Kim Mac, are you a player? Or you just consider yourself just a normal bachelor? Mm. No, I'm not a player. I mean, 
What's your definition of a player? A player is a guy that pursues many women and would never commit to one. Well, I'm not a player. They kind of pursue me. They pursue you? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess... I guess we, we stopped it off the top. You? No, 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 not all the women. Okay. No, no, no. You no. get a lot that pursue you. Yeah, it slowed down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, Why do so. you think it slowed down? Mm, I don't, I'm not out as much as I used to be. Uh, I don't have a clue. Have you ever been engaged for real? No. Mm-mm. No. I've only been in uh, three serious relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think three. Any recently? Hmm. I guess we'll talk about that on the podcast. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, so with that being said, and you being a bachelor, I'm not going to call you a player because you said You can call me the, a bachelor. The, 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 wed, the wedding prepper. The wedding prepper? Every girl that leaves me, she gets married and within a year. Every girl that you've been in a relationship with? Yeah, or just, I guess you can call it a relationship. If, Why do you think that's so? I guess they see. Do you prepare them for yes, marrying? Yeah, you should always leave a woman better than when you when you met her first met her. Okay, I'm just helping them out. You're just helping them out. Now, yeah. how does social media affect your wedding prepping? It doesn't. I mean, everybody know who I am, mm-hmm. and what you see is what you get. I'm probably uh, as Project Pat said when he got there, more worse in prep. You more in, 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 in person, but uh, it's. I am who I am. They meet me this way, so mm-hmm. if anything break us up, you met me with so. It's always best to be who you are, though. Yeah. So, so. I respect anybody that's going to be themselves. That's all I know to be. Okay, and I have it's some... not your time to meet the girl you're supposed to marry yet. Mm, marriage? We need you out in these DMs for a minute. Marriage? Uh, Is that a foreign word to you? I don't think I believe in that. You don't? Uh, you never did? I believe in commitment. I don't believe in marriage. So you don't think you'll ever marry? Uh-uh. You're gonna have like a lifelong partner. Well, without the technicality of marriage. Well, how that word is being thrown around that day? Uh, let's straighten that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, no, I, I mean, I. Uh, yeah, I think I'd be in a committed relationship, but the marriage, the whole bells and whistles. No. What kind of woman do you like? I kind of like women that uh, that I can say I don't know what it is about you that I like. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of my thing. I don't know what it is, but I like you. Mm-hmm. I like you for what you're not. Oh. Um, okay. So it's not like a specific look. No, I guess you can. Well, I think I think every person, if you go back and look at all their mates and whatever, it's a specific look that they they like. But no, I've dated. Well, I, I'm saying dated, but dating. I've smashed <laughs> dark skin, you know, just Dominican. It's just so. I mean, it's of all those cocaine. smashes, was there a specific smash you liked more? Yeah, but I didn't like her really like that. So you like the smash, yeah. but you didn't like her. Yeah, so. so you like the sex, but you didn't like her. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, these are some of the things we're going to talk about on From DMs to mm-hmm. Dating because it exists. But now, you know, with social media being so prevalent, you know, we're Facebook friends. Uh, 
we are Instagram friends, so I know that you are very active on Facebook. So I know you be getting into some of those convos. You'll put a little comment on out there and everybody chiming in right. every blue moon. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is a, it's, it's a, I say it's a gift and a curse for us tools you can use. Uh, a lot of times I take a step back from it. Like I, I think I posted to promote my uh, daytime party. Mm-hmm. I hadn't posted in a couple of weeks, and I haven't been back on since then. It's just sometimes get overwhelming, mm-hmm. and it, it takes a lot of your creativeness away. So mm-hmm. uh, with my table work, I just back off of it and utilize all that energy for other things. Mm-hmm. But I like to play on there, though. I mean. It's, mm-hmm. I just love to see people's reactions. I used to people watch, now I can Facebook watch. You definitely can do that. Yeah. Because there's so many people on there, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And people live on there. Yeah. For hours. Now, it does. Well, I'm not going to say that. It helps me get through the day. Do it. I'm real busy at work, so I couldn't say it helped me get through my work day. Okay. Well, speaking of work. Right. Mm -hmm. And your business, Mac Boys Mm -hmm. Customs. Tell me about this custom woodworking business you have. And how long have you been doing it? I think three and a half, four years. It started, uh, I moved downtown, and I, I was like, I don't want this furniture, so let me go in and make it some furniture. I started, I was going to make a clock. Then the clock came out nice. Then I was like, okay, let me make an entertainment unit. And so I saw some other stuff on Pinterest. I was like, well, I can do that. You know, I started off making stuff for me, and every time I started making stuff for me, I started showing people, other people, and they were like, okay, let me get one. And really Sanders downstairs, the first mm-hmm. person that brought a cap table for me, and ever since then, it's been going on, and we just, I just like to get out there. That's a, it's, it's, it's really more of a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My family, uh, Tyrone Watson, which is my cousin, we get out there, and uh, we just... I know we're not supposed to. My motto is booze and tools. You're not supposed to drink while you're working tools. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it, it, I work better with me. It worked better yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Now, like, were you, did you already have the knowledge of working with wood? Like, you already knew how to do it? or? Well, my uh, my granddaddy, uh, James Mack Sr., uh, he did a lot of the belts work, upholstery, uh, and my auntie and all that. We used to work at the Peabody. And uh, we used to do all the chairs and all that. I didn't okay. know he was teaching us a skill. I thought we were just working for food. Okay. But yeah, that's it's in the family. Uh, it's basically, uh, I think everybody in the family can do it pretty much. So inherit in the genes, DNA. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's something like uh, pretty unique to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know you probably can make a lot of profit off of that, huh? Yeah, you can. Uh, you got to find your niche. Uh, people yeah. don't like to pay for things and custom costs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to compromise my time and labor right. and my skills for just to make a quick buck. I know Because I do right. have a real job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I also noticed that you're a very clean eater. Yeah. I eat like this. Um, I was. Uh, Are you vegan? No, not at all. Well, how would you categorize your eating style? I don't eat pork or beef. I think it's going on 20. Four years, something wow, like that. No beef. No, uh, I used to eat like steaks, big the biggest steak they have, and I used to like slabs of ribs in mm-hmm. one sitting. You used to call me the garbage disposal. I could never gain weight. One fifty three coming out of high school, mm-hmm. and my coach was like, "You need to eat, 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 eat." Man, I ate like that. I just stopped because uh, when I stopped playing baseball, I continued to eat like that, mm-hmm. and I uh, got pre diabetic 
at pre-diabetic at an early age. Wow. And my dog like needs to change your eating. So I was like, I changed. I had I was eating canned goods. Like no, go back like to the old days. If it's not fresh, it'd be frozen. And I started eating like that, doing more research and research. And he was like, gonna put me on some medicine. He said, I'm give you 30 days. In 30 days, I lost like 25 pounds. In 30 days? Yeah, all the blood work had come back great and all. They were like, what you do? I said, I did what you told me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, if I said my mind's on strict, so it's no in between me. I'm either going all the way overboard or I'm staying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like we're working out. Mm-hmm. I'm all in or I'm not. Mm-hmm. So, I, I guess drinking too, huh? Are you are you uh <laughs> are you all in right now on the working out? Uh I just got back. My old one of my old trainers hit me up like, hey, he saw some pictures of stomach coming out. <laughs> so he, he said, Hey, I need to see a picture every day. Mm-hmm. Time stamp are you working out? Mm-hmm. It's at least five days a week. I just sent the first one today. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, I've been waiting on it. He's been waiting on it since Monday. Mm-hmm. So I went today. Do you have uh, a routine? No, I go in and just know what particular muscles I want to work in. I just go from there. I've been doing it so long with playing sports that it's, yeah. it's cool. I mean, I can actually stay on the same machine all day, just do it to exhaustion. Mm-hmm. So it still works. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. That's Are you listening are. to um, any specific artists while working out? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's pretty much, well, I know it's pretty much all old school. I, uh, I still have a playlist. I have, of course, 3-6 Mafia in there. It gets you hype. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some Houston stuff in there, Pimp C, Zero. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask yeah, you, did you uh, when you were in Texas, did you get acclimated to the screw? Yeah, I used to hate it. You used to uh, hate it? like when you first got there. You was like, know, what is this? this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you start liking uh, it. Yeah, it's just like with three six. I played three six player fly down and all that. They like, mm-hmm. man, what is this crown enemy? That's so they see me. They say that all the time. But mm-hmm. they always love Ball and G down there because yeah. they were down there at Suave House and yep. So they love that, and uh, they love Tila because Tila was down there as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I, all the Memphis hype music and all that, they were like, what is this? And I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, y'all done take it to, to the stream. <laughs> it's hype to this slow. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's something I listen to. It's, uh, it's more the freestyles. Yeah. Yeah, I think they do true, true freestyle down there, like another, oh, yeah, another place. Uh, hell, they had me freestyle down mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, so I like that more. And that's what it is. Yeah, just, just around those artists and... I just listen to it this morning. I really can't think of anybody else. I listen to Twister. I listen to Twister. I do the Midwest because I had some Midwest roommates, so they put me on Twister. Mm-hmm. Couldn't understand that at first until I indulged <laughs> in some extracurricular activities and it slowed down a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, you um, always referring back to drinking a little alcohol. What is your mm-hmm. favorite drink? Well, I guess I'll tell you what. Uh, C Diddy named me Kettle One Ken. Kettle One Ken. Yeah. I'm going to have to remember that for the live pod. Yeah. Kettle One Ken. Yeah, Kettle One is my drink. I uh, started out drinking dark, and I was working at a school, and it was coming out of my pores, and I went to a third-grade classroom to relieve the uh, teacher because she had uh, a teacher's conference up with, with a, a parent. And the third-grader ran up to me, oh, Mr. Mack, you smell like alcohol. Dang. I'm thinking to myself, you third-grade, how you know where alcohol smell like? Mm-hmm. So, um <laughs> <laughs> and it, it it worked for me and kind of too wild on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a lot of Memphis folks in Houston. So we just we just drink French connections and add extra to it. And mm-hmm. so you know, I just got off that. Mm-hmm. Oh, started drinking Great Goose because Eight Ball said, "Give me that Great Goose to put the yak back." 
Okay. And then they moved to Kettle One. To Kettle One. Yeah. You never been a Tito's fan? Yeah, I drink Tito's. Like Tito's. Yeah, especially when I'm buying it for a lot of people because it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I roll with the Tito's instead Look, of we might have some Tito's at the live bar. Uh, yeah, Tito's. so I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of carry it. Okay. I, 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 when you see my backpack, you know what's some drinking going on. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, little moonshine and everything. I've, oh, that is my second favorite drink, moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah. Okay. You make it? No. That's you know not somebody legal. in Mississippi? No, that's not legal. <laughs> 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 yeah, actually, I do know someone in Mississippi that makes yeah, it. Yeah, they make the best. Yeah. They make um, the best. Now, you know what? Every time I see you out and about, you're usually, like, with the same people. Like, I don't too much see you switch up or either you're by yourself. And, um, you know, recently um, we lost a member of the hip-hop community, Nipsey Hussle. Were you a Nipsey Hussle fan? Oh, I I mentioned him. uh, We had a debate, I guess, on Facebook about new artists. And I was telling people this might be a new artist you might like. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like I'm just stuck on UGK Ball yeah, Cast. Yeah, I'm just in Scarface, which is my favorite artist. I'm just, I'm stuck there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I listen to it, it'd be by mistake or in the club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not gonna say I was like a, a heavy, heavy Nipsey fan, but I did like his last album, Victory Lap. Mm-hmm. And um, the news of his death kind of just shook the world. Like you know, you're seeing all these posts on social media of people that have taken pictures with him, but the mm-hmm. manner in which he was killed by somebody that used to be in his circle. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. somebody that he knew. So I've been seeing just a lot of people talk about just like men um, and their relationships with other men. You know how sometimes, you know, you're doing well, you're doing your thing. You're not even thinking about nobody else. You're trying to change the world, change the community. Mm-hmm. And another man is envious of you or jealous of you and just, I mean, this guy took it to the extreme and took Nipsey life. But have you ever dealt with that with men? Just, you know, envy? Uh, I wouldn't know. I mean, it's a lot of times uh, if I'm having a problem with a person that's hanging around me, I think we kind of all get it out. So I pretty much know how the person is. I mean, if it's business, I'll continue to do business with them. But uh, envy? Nah, I, I would hope not. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't see why... I, I'm, I always say I don't think I have any haters. So I just have people that have disagreements with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they might do some shady stuff, I just take it. It's, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But it's I'm not hanging around any people like that. That's a different element out there in L.A. Yes. So, yeah, so Memphis, uh, I'm not hanging around these type of people. I'm hanging around with uh, career-minded individuals with families. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the only one that might not have a family. So. Mm. You don't feel no kind of way about that? No. Like, uh, that's just me? Uh, they can live envious to me. <laughs> <laughs> they live in envious of you. Yeah, they can. They all right. They can live through me. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah, They're living me. vicariously yeah, through yeah, you. Yeah, they, can, they can live through me. Okay. okay. But I mean, family is a good thing. It's just it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. It might accidentally happen one day, but. Oh, you don't have any kids. No. Okay. You sure gonna make a pretty baby though when you do. Uh, nah, I kind of have a method that I don't know. It's, a method? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of method we talking about? I mean, I wear a rubber and pull out. Okay. You know, when it get to feeling, That's a method. When they get to feeling too good. Hey! You gotta stop. <laughs> hey, what you got my friend talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you went there. You went there, Mr. Mac. Kettle one, Ken. You went there. And I'm sober. 
So we can expect some of this type of behavior at the live pod, I see. Are you excited? Yeah, I mean, it's, you never know what you're going to get with me. Mm-hmm. My partner Paco, and he's sometimes like, like rolling a die. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to get. Now, let me tell you something. Of the three men, you are more of the mature. All right. At the mature side of the spectrum. Yeah. Kettle one, Ken. Mm-hmm. You are the like the the mature leader I think one. I'm older than all of them. Yeah, all the <laughs> that's ones what I'm trying said. to say. You can say it. <laughs> Shit, you can say it. <laughs> I win best all the time at so, the bar. So when you think about it, like you of the other two guys haven't been on social media. At, I mean, I don't think it it's probably been in your life as much as the other two guys. Okay. Because you know how to communicate without it. Because you right. grew up without it. So it's going to be interesting. I'm saying that to say it's going to be interesting to see the dynamic between you guys and how you answer the questions and how social media has affected your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, I think I know one of the guys. So it's, you know, he's a real good friend of mine. I've always been 100. I think it's, it's, some of my answer probably be pretty the same because I think he's been the same person off social media he is on social media. Mm-hmm. And I can say I'm the same person to extent, but I'm not. A lot of time it's just for laughs and fun to upset people. Why well, do that in person? So shit. <laughs> I am the same person. It's, mm-hmm. But but a lot of people that don't know me, oh, yeah, oh he's this, he this, he's that. And then a lot of people do take up me. Nah, you don't know him. So, right. Yeah. Right. I don't lie too many people know me anyway, so. That's well, cool. they're going to get to know you a little better on Friday. Yeah, not everything. A very candid conversation. Mm, yeah. We'll see. Okay, you might meet the lucky lady. Nah. No. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> Doubt it. I don't know if she'll be lucky anyway. Oh, Lord. Mr. Matt, Kettle One Ken, I just want to thank you for coming on the Verbally Effective Podcast. How can people follow you on social media? Uh, my Instagram page is, it's a Mac thing. Mm-hmm. It is a Mac thing. Yeah. And my... Facebook is Ken Laden, something like that. I think it is Ken Laden. Yeah, it's Dionysus. It's, that's the uh, Greek god for wine partying. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, a woman gave me that name, not a female. So I stuck with me. Ken Laden came from uh, Domino's. They said I terrorize people on Domino's. So. You've had quite a few nicknames. Yes, yeah, it's it's some um, I can't say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mr. Mack, well, we're looking forward to the event on Good Friday from DMs to Dating. And thank you for coming on the pod and sharing with me some interesting facts about yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to get more later. Way more interesting. <laughs> thank you, Ken Max. Verbally <laughs> Effective Podcast with Mr. Kettlewin Ken. Ivy Multimedia presents From DMs to Dating. This will be the second live podcast show for the Verbally Effective Podcast with Ina Esco. Join us Friday, April 19th, 7 p.m. at the Hadaloo Theater, 37 Cooper Street. Meet Memphis' most eligible bachelors and bachelorettes from Osgood Taylor, Dwayne Breckenridge, Ken Mack, to Big Sue, Alexis Young, and Victoria Young. Come on out and experience a very candid and transparent conversation about dating in a digital world. This event is not only open to single people, but to married people as well. Kendrick P. will be performing dating advice from Mr. Dale, sounds by DJ Superman, and special guest host is Flameaholics. Major shout out to the From DMs to Dating sponsors, Havana Mix, 
Porter Seafood, All World, The T-Shirt Lab, Melvin Guy with Reed Realty, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity, the Ta Iota Lambda Chapter, and also Chardonnay Bistro Wine and Bar. There will be an after party at Chardonnay immediately following from DMs to Dating at Chardonnay 4205 Hacks Cross from DMs to Dating.